0: Almost Famous with John Shea, featuring local and independent musicians from the South Shore, Boston, and New England,
1: on 95.9 W.A.T.D.
0: Welcome to the Tiny Stage Hour 95.9 W.A.T.D., introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. I'm John Shea. This is Almost Famous every Tuesday night, If you're a local band or musician with original music you'd like to hear on the radio, reach out, find all the information on the Almost Famous page at 95.9WATD.com. While you're at it, give me a follow on your favorite social media platform, Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio, and a podcast. We have one of those, too. You can subscribe by searching Almost Famous W.A.T.D. on your favorite podcast app or simply by going to almostfamousradio.com. So tonight, it's the tiny stage hour and we're being joined in studio by Andrew Giano. How are you doing, my friend? Hello,
2: I'm doing good. Thank you, John. It
0: has been way too long.
2: It's been a long time in the works, yes, but we finally got it done. Yes,
0: so for those who might not be familiar with you, give an introduction.
2: My name is Andrew Giano. I am a Boston-based singer-songwriter I've been playing music in that area for a long, long time, probably eight or nine years. You can see me doing uh, cover gigs all throughout New England, really, South Shore, uh, Middlesex County, Boston area, up in New Hampshire, sometimes even in Vermont and Western Mass. So I'm all over the place to whoever wants to pay me to play covers for them.
0: Fantastic. And I first met you right here on the South Shore. You were hosting an open mic in Duxbury. Yes, I was. Oh, man, yeah, that was the Wildflower Cafe in Duxbury.
2: That was a time in my life where I was actually hosting three open mics in the same week.
0: Yes, I, I think I saw you at one in Brighton, too, in the same week? So I used
2: to host one in Brighton. Yes, it was the first one that I host at, at a place called Smoking Joe's Barbecue. Loved it. Absolutely amazing. So much fun. I did that with my co-host, Terrence Reeves, and then we ended up doing an open mic in Newton. Maybe that's where I saw you, actually. I'm not sure, but that was Terry O'Reilly's open mic jam in, in Newton Center in Newton, Massachusetts. We did that for about uh, a good five to six years, and that was eventually became my main area of focus in terms of the open mics I was hosting.
0: I have to ask, too. Giano is your stage name. Can you share with us your your, your given name?
2: God, your secrets that you're just giving to the public right now. Uh, Yeah, no, I I mention this all the time. Giano is, in fact, my stage name. My real last name is Genicopoulos. So I think it's fairly obvious uh, by means of me uttering that last name as to why I decided to shorten it. Much easier for the Instagram. Much easier for the Instagram, much easier for the Googling public,
0: too, as well. So we're still early in 2022. Happy New Year, by the way. Happy New Year, yeah. Still kind of in the COVID thing, too. How has... It's weird.
2: It almost still feels like 2020. for some reason. It really does. For some reason. I don't know why, but...
0: <laughs> How has the pandemic affected you and your music? It's, it's been, like you said, it feels like a very long two years in one year.
2: It has, though I will say that I feel like it, I was one of the lucky ones in that it didn't change my schedule all too much. Uh, Like everyone, when I first started back in March, I went about three months without playing music at all. But then I was lucky enough to have a lot of contacts up in New Hampshire. New Hampshire opened up their restaurants for music, at least outdoors in the summer, right around June of 2020. So when that came about, I was doing gigs almost at my normal schedule, like two to three times a week. It slowed down a little bit in the winter of 2020. But then as 2021 rolled in and Massachusetts started opening up, it seems, for me at least, it's kind of gone back to normal. The one thing that has changed was that my bandmates I wasn't really able to play with, not only just because of COVID and social distancing and the logistical challenges that you know social distancing brings with booking full band gigs, uh, and on top of that, and perhaps mainly, uh, my two bandmates, my guitar player and my bassist, uh, they're married and they actually just had a kid during COVID. So I guess their interests are elsewhere. But... I can't imagine why. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, his name's Jackson. He's the cutest thing in the world, and that's eventually awesome. he will join the band as well. So
0: fantastic! Yeah. So, so that was
2: the only thing that I felt that I uh, um, that I was missing. And luckily, this past Saturday we played our first gig in about two years, and it went really, really awesome.
0: That's cool. So we're, we're about three weeks into 2022, and you've already released new music.
2: Yeah, no, I came out with my first single in a long, long time. Um, it's uh, called Head Voice, and that just came out on midnight on Sunday, January 9th, and I'm so proud and happy with it. Not only is the single available on all digital streaming platforms, but we also released a music video, too, which is available on YouTube, my website, and that's about it. <laughs> Share
0: that website with, you,
2: with us if you want. My would. website, of course, is www, uh, the period, also known as the dot, AndrewGianoMusic.com and giano of course is spelled g-e-a-n-o not
0: gino as i've been calling you for like three years that's okay as, <laughs> as
2: we've established it's a made-up name so i feel like a little bit um ostentatious correcting people for not uh succumbing to my made-up name uh, my vain went my vain desires of calling me by a made-up fantastical name, such as Giano.
0: Speaking of made-up names, let's hear a made-up song. What is uh, first uh, on your set list tonight?
2: I'm going to play my first
0: single that was ever released. It's called Martyr. This came out in 2019. Awesome. Andrew, Giano on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WHD. It's all yours. Here we go.
1: I want to see you in the movies I want to read you in a book I want to buy up all your trophies I want to steal back all you took I need a moment to be healthy I need a second to fall back I need your fingerprints all over me I need to scrub off all this black There's nothing more of this to say now Nothing to do but rearrange There's nothing wrong with a lost memory Nothing to lose but all this pain I was Could it be so early a reminder So you'll go, you'll go, you'll go I'd like to see you in the Red Cross I'd like to watch you live in Rome I'd like to mess you up with cocaine like to have you come back home I'm only screaming in a vacuum Only the best from my dream If only I was an apostate Then only you would set me free I was so on you as a martyr, I was thinking of you as a ghost. Could it be so early? A reminder, Just you'll go, you'll go, you'll go. I want to drink the fiction. I need a predilection. I want a noose around our good times. I want the final power. I wanted so much louder. I want what only you can give. I was so hold on you as a martyr. I was thinking of you as a ghost. Could it be so early a reminder? and you'll go, you'll go, you'll go. I was. I was thinking of you as a ghost. Could it be so early I remind us you'll go, you'll go.
0: That's a great way to start the show. Andrew Giano, 95.9 WATD on the almost famous Tiny Stage. Talk about that song. How did that one happen?
2: That song I wrote the chorus of a long, 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 long time ago, probably four or five years. Didn't really have anything to go, anywhere to go with just the chorus. I had a verse that didn't really work. It was kind of all over the place and not very inspired. Then on my thirtieth birthday, actually, it was the day after, was kind of in a low place. I was feeling sort of um disconnected from my friends and people. I felt sort of um helpless in the fact that I felt people were coming in and out of my life and there was not a lot I could do about it. And so I wrote a song about people moving on from you. It was like and and you expecting it and the whole self fulfilling prophecy thing of expecting someone's gonna leave and they end up you know, leaving. So it's kind of a pushing people away song. And that's where I came up with the name Martyr and um, thought it just fit the whole whole thing of what I was trying to do there. So yeah, depressing, I know. What a great story.
0: (laughs) Thank you. How long has music been a part of your life?
2: A long time. So I started playing piano when I was five years old and I took piano lessons up until probably 12 or 13. And around that time, I picked up my guitar for the first time uh, taught myself guitar and didn't really start singing actually until mid-college or after college. And so around 2021 20, is when I, uh, you know, just uh, did on-the-job training at Open Mics, learning how to sing. And ever since then, I've just been plugging away at Open Mics at gigs and I've never looked back.
0: Do you remember the very first musical moment in your life?
2: Oh, that's a good question. Musical moment that really, I'm guessing like some moment that... Really enraptured me as a fan. That's a difficult one to answer. No, in terms of like what I really remember, song that I like. Hmm. I'd have to get back to you on that. I can tell you my earliest influences. I remember Weird Al Yankovic was actually my first favorite um, artist when I was a very small kid. He's awesome. I love Weird Al. I remember Gangsta's Paradise was super big at the time. I was probably this time I was probably eight or nine years old. And I was watching MTV and Gangsta's Paradise was all over the place and I loved it. And then one day I hear the music to Gangsta's Paradise on MTV, but it was playing over this Amish backdrop and some guy in glasses and a long beard dressed as an Amish guy naturally starts singing about the Amish lifestyle. And I was just entranced. I was so I had no idea what was going on. I didn't even know what a song parody was. My sister was in the shower, and I'm like banging on the door, knocking, like Emily, you have to come see this. Please tell me what's happening. She was a bit older than me, so she explained who he was, and I thought that was so cool. And yeah, that was a that that was in fact a formative moment into uh, into my appreciation for music because he and actually became the first person I was obsessed with, and then I moved on to Weezer, to the Beastie Boys. Blink-182, Third Eye Blind, then Radiohead, and R.E.M. And the standards
0: for, like, early millennials. Exactly. <laughs> those, those, are pretty much can-
2: those are pretty much canon.
0: I want to go back. You mentioned uh, you're, you're on-the-job training at open mics yeah. in your college years. When did you gain the confidence to start playing not just music, but your original music in front of people?
2: This is a cool story. Um, the first time I started playing... So I've done a few open mics in, like, I did one in high school, which is actually a really big moment for me. Um, That was the first time I played an original song. I think it was called Change in Me. I don't even remember how to play it. It it probably wasn't good by my standards today. But people really liked it and sort of gave me an identity in high school. So that was the very first time I played an original song was in high school. But I kind of let it go while I was in college because I was off. I was more concerned doing very unproductive and unhealthy things in college than forming a fledgling music career. When I started taking it seriously, basically when I started my journey where I am now, I went to what I would eventually become the host of, the open mic Smoking Joes in Brighton, Massachusetts. And I uh, had this beat up guitar It, it survived all four years of my college years. So of course it was just in terrible shape. It couldn't, didn't plug in. It was bad. And I tried playing a song that again, I don't even remember what it was. And I felt so dejected because it clearly didn't go well. I wasn't singing on key. My guitar was on a tune. It was going in and out. And I thought that was it. I thought it just went so bad. I was dejected. I'm like, well, I'm never going to do this again. And this couple, uh, at, well, I, I'm burying the lead there for a second. Uh, as I go to the bar to get a beer, um, the bartender hands me a beer. And she says, hey, uh, by, the, by the way, this couple over there just purchased that for you. I'm like, oh my god, really? So I went up to the couple. I said, "Thank you." And the couple was like, "It took you just want to let you know that we loved it. It just takes so much gut to play original music, and that was amazing, and and that was just such a beautiful moment because I don't think I would have the confidence otherwise to have come back and started, you know, kept plugging away at my own original music and you know exposing myself and being vulnerable had it not been for that one moment of kindness." So ever since then, it's just been not smooth sailing, but it's certainly been, you know, never looking back after that.
0: That's incredible. Another great story. Yeah. (laughs) Let's hear another live song. What are we listening to next?
2: Well, I think I just play my first single. I guess it would be apropos to play my latest single now available on Spotify, iTunes, the whole shebang.
0: It came out, you said midnight the 9th?
2: Midnight the 9th of this awesome preview Of uh, a couple Sundays ago.
0: Excellent. We have Andrew Giano on the tiny stage, 95.9. WATD. Do
1: this. The air raid should be done by now. Careful, careful. The cold wind flowing throughout the town. Careful. Careful, Never thought you would still be around But I guess it's time that we both go down Yeah There's a bullet shell signed with both our names can't say careful careful never thought things would turn out this way but i guess i have no choice but would have found a brand new life but i guess i'll still be staying
0: Andrew Giano on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. We are up against our first break of the 9 o'clock hour, the Tiny Stage Hour. So we have a lot more songs to share, more to talk about, too, with Andrew Giano right here on 95.9 WATD. Stick around. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. I'm John, and tonight we're being joined on the Tiny Stage by Andrew Giano. How you doing, my friend?
2: I'm doing well, John. Thank you.
0: My pleasure. So, one more time, give us an introduction. Sure. My name
2: is Andrew Giano. I am a Boston-based singer-songwriter You can catch me all throughout New England, uh, southern New Hampshire, northern Massachusetts, south coast Mass, western Massachusetts, middle Massachusetts, uh, sometimes up in Vermont as well, playing cover songs, doing everything from 90s, 80s, 70s, having a fun time. And also occasionally I play out my original stuff too.
0: Fantastic. Speaking of which, a new single dropped about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago? About a week and a
2: half ago, yeah. The 9th? The, on the 9th of midnight. Yeah. So very early Sunday morning, January 9th, you were able to hear my single for the first time.
0: And share with us your website and any social media pages you have out there too.
2: Absolutely. So my website is www, which is short for worldwide web, dot com. I don't know what com is short for, but regardless, just put that in. It'll get you to where you need to go andrewgianomusic.com. Giano is, of course, spelled G-E-A-N-O.
0: How about uh, available music other than the new single that just dropped?
2: Sure, yeah. Well, my first album, Something I Invent, which came out in 2019, is streaming on all the platforms as well, Spotify, iTunes, uh, and everywhere else. And that was um, my very first debut LP. It included my first single, Martyr. includes the song that I eventually used as my first official music video, which was not that free. And uh, 12 songs of stuff that I'm really, really proud of and haven't uh, cringed too much over in the subsequent few years.
0: Excellent. Let's keep on going with the live tunes. What are we going to listen to next?
2: So this song I actually recorded on my own with my band, socially distanced during the pandemic. We all did our parts away from each other. And I gave the raw tracks to my friend Terrence, who mixed it all together and mastered it? And it was this sort of homemade project that was really fun to do during COVID. So this is called Wanna Be
0: Right. Excellent. Andrew Giano on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours, my friend. Let's do it. Nice, Andrew Giano on the Thank tiny you. stage 95.9 WATD. We talked about national influences earlier in the night. Yeah, who are you listening to locally?
2: Locally, um, oh man, I wish I uh put it on. Uh, I haven't been listening to too much music in these past couple of months, been so busy to like really get in. And even though I do a lot of driving, a lot of times I'm listening to books on tapes or podcasts as far as local bands that i that i do very much enjoy uh, there's a band based out of Lowell called Wildcat Slim who are just phenomenal uh they're my they're my favorite local boston act their their songs are just so good they're they're your general rock band like i wouldn't say that they like indie rock or folk rock or anything like that because they 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 encompass so many styles into their sound but my friends Matt, Savannah, Josiah, and Isaac, huge shout out to everyone who goes to the Wildcat Slim. And also, of course, my really close friends. I'm very much biased, but I do think this is an accurate take. Danielle Pinel, she's a local singer-songwriter. She appears on my first album. Chris Steele and Lady Mallory, both of them played my show at the Bebop for my single release. They're incredible. Um, I could go on and... I'm just really lucky I just think all my friends Are super super cool And I know it's a biased take But I think it's an accurate accurate I love that
0: Nonetheless Well let's hear some more Of your songs What are we listening to next
2: Uh, So this is a new song Um, That's why I have my That's why I have my lyric book Slash my iPhone On my side over here Uh, This is called Eliza This is about um, Being hung up On a lady Of your past How Yeah how, How male singer songwriter Of me right (laughs)
0: <laughs> Let's hear it.
1: Eliza, can you hear me? The fear I'll never love again. This glove just doesn't fit without a Lord, I try to break out of this addiction. This condition won't remain. You know you'll be the death of me, Eliza And I'd do anything to stop the screams Eliza's got my throat and I can't breathe Eliza's got a hole death of me, Eliza. And I'd do anything to stop the screams. Eliza's got my throat and I can't breathe. Eliza's got a hold. irrelevant scene Eliza's got a hold.
0: Love that. Andrew Giano on the time Her name's not actually Eliza, guys. Don't worry. She's not going to feel <laughs> weird about it. Well, you just read my mind. So I, I was going <laughs> to ask you that. You, do you typically write from personal experience or do you have the ability to put yourself into somebody else's shoes and write from their perspective?
2: Uh, it's usually personal experience, um, but I'd really like to change that. I've been trying to work on songs in which I take it from, uh, like I almost... Yeah, I would love to write a song like Angels from Montgomery by John Prine, uh, obviously taking it from a fictional character, third person's perspective, because as we know, he's not an old woman. He's not named after his mother. His name is, in fact, John. He's a guy. Um, and I just think it's really cool. I think it's um, it, it would be a very fun creative process to come up with someone who, while well, I'm sure would be influenced by personal experience, is otherwise – its own separate story that has really nothing to do with my life, too. So I think I think that would be cool. But by and large, it's all been my own personal experience.
0: This question isn't on my list, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Oh, man. You mentioned Angel from Montgomery. So that song was made famous, obviously, by Bonnie Raitt, who of course, yeah. almost her signature song, and she didn't write that. So if, if you could imagine somebody recording one of your songs, who would that be? <laughs> Oh my! To make it their signature song. Lord, lord, lord. well, I would like to probably
2: I'd cue someone who wasn't very too similar to my style, uh, which is hard considering that you know everyone I like is sort of influences my sound one way or the other. I would love to hear what Jason Isbell would do with "Martyr," the first. I song could that hear I that absolutely. I I would love to see how he would sort of arrange that song and make it more Jason Isbelly.
0: When you're writing from personal experience, do you have any songs that are too personal to share, that are still too raw emotionally to be shared publicly?
2: Uh, nuts. Yeah, in a way, I would say yes, in so much that there is a cringe factor to some of my songs. Uh, I had this song called Queen of Hearts on my first album, and it is just so sappy and cringe in my head. Now, a lot of people really like it, and I think that's super cool, but... To me, I just sound like a complete and total loser on there. It's just a, oh, why didn't you leave me? It's so sad. And of course, that's what 95% of all male music is. But Now, do you tell the people you
0: write songs about the, the songs about them? Uh, I'm sorry? Do you tell the people who the song is inspired by that it's about them?
2: Uh, no, but I'm sure they figured it out at this point. <laughs> I, that, that's a problem. I feel like it's not, you know, those personal stories weren't uh, thinly veiled enough um, to to mask it. And I, yeah, it's like that's one of those songs where it's just like uh, it's like it's, sometimes if you get too specific and personal, then you lose the ability to reach a broader audience. You know what I mean?
0: Absolutely. Uh,
2: Eliza, I wrote with not really a single uh, single woman in mind, actually. Um, it was just sort of general feelings that you feel when you're hung up on someone or it's hard to let somebody go. And I like that better, too, because if I'm, if I'm focusing too much on the specifics of one particular relationship that only I was involved in and, of course, the other person, then, yeah, yeah I lose the ability to connect with a broader audience who doesn't really know what's going on.
0: When is a song finished? When is it ready to be played live? When is it ready to be laid down in the studio? Um,
2: probably when you're just, uh, when you feel like there's nothing more that you can do with it or you're reaching the point because you want to strike while the iron is hot. And what I mean by that is if you over practice or over tinker or be too meticulous, you really start not liking the song because that's going to happen. You're going to, because you're going to be hearing this in the studio and in the mixing and mastering process thousands of times. And you want to make sure that you're still excited about it before you bring it into the studio and lose all interest in it. No, I'm kidding. That's not what happens. But, uh, but you know what I mean. You want to like make sure it's tight enough, but you know, fresh enough that you still feel pretty hot around the collar for it.
0: That's cool. Andrew Giano is our guest tonight on the tiny stage, 95.9 nine WATD. We have two more songs left. What's next on your list?
2: Uh, this is a song called "Don't Come Running." This is about. Someone uh, flirting with you who you used to have a thing with and then you say oh no I'm not going there and you do I mean that's <laughs> that's part two let's <laughs> not get it there
0: right now 95.9 WATD it's all yours
2: let's do it alright
1: I hear you've been swimming in past loves lately these days Well I can see you looming over me from so far away I know just what you're doing Picking up your crumbs and shame on me for biting But shame on you for coming If you're out of loving Don't come running with me If you're out of loving, don't come running to me. Well, if you're out of loving, you don't, you come running. You don't, you come running to me. Well, if you're out of loving, you don't come running. You don't, you come running. To me.
0: Awesome. Andrew Gianho, 95.9, W.A.T.D. Something that's been in my head throughout this entire interview is over the last several years, really strong lyrical hooks have kind of taken a backseat in popular music. And they're really prominent in your songs. How important is a strong lyrical hook in your songs?
2: Oh, I'm so glad you asked this question because I think a strong lyrical hook is more important than any story that you could tell because I wouldn't say that no one understands this, but I feel that it's very important to understand nonetheless is that lyrics are not meant to be read. They're meant to be heard. So I really think in sound bites and I really think in little phrases that just sound good and like, oh, oh, this vowel sound sounds good over this type of melody. How can I turn those into words? You know what I mean? A great song that does this well is come together by the Beatles and that song is and John Lennon admits it complete nonsense in terms of like lucidity and it telling any sort of story or message but everything sounds so good the words match the rhythm the words matches the melody they're nonetheless evocative I mean hold you in his armchair you can feel his disease um I, I really I, I really like thinking in those little sound bites. Now if I can make it make sense and tell a great story, awesome. That's that's even better. But for me, uh, the words have to sound pretty and then I worry about them making sense later. So Uh, I am all about the lyrical hooks.
0: Love that. Andrew Giano on the Tiny Stage. We are up against our final break of the night. We have time for one more song. Does that work for you?
2: Oh, that works perfectly. Wow, time flies. It really does. (laughs) Son of a gun.
0: 95.9 WATD back after this. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage Hour, 95.9 W A T D. I'm John, and we are winding things down tonight with Andrew Giano on the tiny stage. How you doing?
2: Doing great, John. Thank you so much for having me. My this pleasure. Has been a blast. I can't believe it's already been an hour.
0: One final time, give us another introduction.
2: My name is Andrew Giano. I'm a Boston-based singer-songwriter. I just released a brand new single called Head Voice. You can find that on Spotify, iTunes, all digital streaming uh, platforms. I just released a music video as well. You can find that on the YouTube, on the Facebook, and also on my website, which is W as in world, W as in wide, W as in web, dot Andrew Giano musiccom That is Andrew, G-E-A-N-O, music.com, uh, and all my information is up there. Uh, feel free to shoot me a message and definitely listen to the song.
0: I was told by somebody to ask about your tattoos, and they have special meaning. Yeah, Talk to us about that.
2: I, 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 uh, this guy I haven't worked with, John, he really uh, – he thinks that would be a good part of conversation. But, hey, I, I agree. It probably is. So tattoos are something that I'm really uh, – I've obviously I'm covered in them. I, I just think they're cool. Uh, at this point, we probably don't have time to go in through what they all mean. But tattoos are just a I – th- I think they're just a phenomenal expression of oneself. Um, I think you kind of have to be wired a certain way. I feel like once you get your first tattoo, if you are drawn to it, you're going to know if you want a whole lot more. And as soon as I got the obligatory <coughs> musician treble clef on uh, my left arm over here, I i, I knew I just, I was going to be a tattoo guy. I knew that was going to be part of my identity and part of who – I want to be, and I'm very glad that I did. Um, I, If I had the money, and if I had the time, and if I had the tolerance to pain, I would have be covered head to toe. Well, not head to toe, but at least neck to toe.
0: <laughs> Andrew Gianno, thank you so much for making the time to come to Marshfield. My pleasure, John. Thank you for having me. Well, let's uh, wrap up with one final song. What's that going to be?
2: This is, uh, I, I always like to close out with this because it is aptly titled as Take Care of Yourself. So. What better way to say goodbye than take care of yourself?
0: All right. Talk to you soon. Thank you again.
2: There's no
1: right way to recover, all the wrong ways to relapse. There's nothing right like getting caught in your own self-made traps. So there I sat in town as my friends came to my aid. They all told me how to break free, but they all said different ways. Some would say that I need love for all my problems to be solved. Some would say that I'm not ready to date or get involved. But it's times like these I'd listen to my heart and carry on. But I'm all out of ideas, so come on, bring them up. They say don't go out at night, don't be staying home alone. Don't lean too much on your friends, but please pick up that phone. Well, I'd love to. Find a way to escape my inner hell. Can't figure out what they mean by take care of yourself. But on, dun, dun, dun. Well, maybe I'm just too involved with my own career and goals. But when I cut back, they told me that I went overboard. So I try to strike a balance, but I think I try too hard, and I ended up in rehab. Sending my regards. They say don't turn that at night, don't be staying home alone, don't lean too much on your friends. But please pick up that phone. Well, I'd love to find a way to escape my inner hell. Can't figure out what they mean by it. take care of yourself. I should start seeing the forest for the trees but I never like the outdoors and I'm not too big on green well they told me metaphors were not to be taken literally boom when they say don't drink well now supposed to take them seriously well they don't go out at night don't be staying home alone don't leave on your friends but please pick up that phone well I'd love to find a way to escape my inner hell can't figure out what they mean by never knew what they meant by don't know what they meant by so they say don't go out at night don't be staying home alone don't need too much on your friends Pick up the phone. Well, i love to find a way to escape my inner hell. Can't figure out what they mean by "take care of yourself." ooh, 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 ooh. ooh. ooh, ooh, ooh.